Let's do the um, ID. Hey, folks, this is Andy Dick, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with my very good friend, Andras Jones. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Bye. One, two, three. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio, tempting fate, putting questions to the songs, which are randomly selected with the help of our friend Synchronicity. Synchronicity, I got synchronicity. Now we're Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're Radio 8 Ball, give it a shake. Now it's time for the show. Andras, let's go! Did that hurt? Did that hurt anybody? Is everyone okay? Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here at Starburns Industries in Burbank, California, on January 15th, 2019, with our musical guest, Willie Wisely. Oh, my God. The sound, of, Willie. Uh, the sound of four hands clapping. Yes. I love that. <laughs> He's here with his uh, accompanist, Dan Kalisher. And now joining us in the studio, a man who is literally has a, has a very famous city named after him. He is Linus of Hollywood. <laughs> 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 yes. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Linus of Hollywood. The last time I saw you was on stage playing with one of our... Re- my... my uh, Someone I, I've only gotten to know in the last year, but one of my new favorite uh, musicians, Chris Price. Oh, right on. You were on stage playing were you, with him. Were you able to get a refund? No, no, <laughs> not at all. I loved it. But now this was, this wasn't just at the, like I saw, I was at the Nilsson tribute, but and you were at that. Was I? I think you were. I I've drank, then, I drank a lot in my life. But then <laughs> you went on a tour. You went on a little tour, a little pop tour. We did, yeah. We went on like a little power pop tour. Tour, you know. You, Chris Price, and uh, David Meir from a Swedish band called the Merrymakers. Yes, and uh, we had a good time. It was fun. It looked. I was bummed it didn't make it any further than Portland. Well, they, uh, you know, there was ten to twelve people nationwide that were interested <laughs> in what we were doing, and we had to, you know, stop I, there. I saw the poster after. The, I was so excited to see the poster, and then I'm like, fuck, it was like two months ago. I was just, ah. <laughs> oh, it was fun, and we all yeah. like backed each other up and played. Each That's other's what it looked like, yeah, because you're all multi instrumentalists. What I would consider like the the post McCartney breed of pop songwriters, where you just you do everything. You play, you sing, you write, you play all the instruments, you play drums. You, yeah, we're all yeah. fans of each other too. Yeah. So it was like fun. Like I used to listen to the Merrymakers albums all the time. So to play those songs, you know, play bass for David while he was singing that stuff was very cool. Yeah, and singing harmonies together and. You know, just doing man stuff together after the show. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what? I, I'm. I, what? What kind of? Okay. What? What? What's? What's man stuff? <laughs> I feel like I'm still a child. Just bowling and <laughs> Linus, talking. Linus, tell about. us about manhood. <laughs> so it's so basically you just 
reenacted the Big Lebowski. Yeah, exactly. But then, <laughs> you know, argued about Beatles albums and stuff, you know. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Power pop stuff. That sounds way more like kid stuff, like boy stuff, than yeah. man stuff. Yeah. You know, like, well. you know, getting presents for your kids, that's man stuff. Yeah. You know, doing your taxes, going, like, I'm, uh, I'm too tired, guys. I'm going back to the room to... Add up my receipts. That's man stuff. <laughs> That's man stuff. That is the bad man stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don't want to do that. And then the last time I saw you before that show, uh, other than online and seeing what you've been doing, was a long time ago at a show that I think the, Kate, we talked about it on the last time Willie was on Radio 8 Ball. Uh, we talked about the historic international pop overthrow night of subversive pop at uh, Spaceland. Featuring my good friend Schmushkin, oh, Andy yeah. Dick, uh, Willie Wisely, uh, Bart Davenport, a whole bunch of really fun and exciting people there. But I remember that uh, <laughs> a woman you were with heckled from the, from the in, a, in a positive way. Really? Yeah, she was screaming Christmas cunnilingus. Really? For for because that's a Schmushkin song, and she wanted Schmushkin <laughs> to sing it. But it wasn't Christmas, and so he wouldn't give he wouldn't give her the the cunnilingus she was asking for, and uh, and I just hope that didn't that didn't you know you don't want to go home with a woman who's just been denied Christmas cunnilingus. That's that's true. Or that's maybe you true. do. Maybe you do. Maybe well, I, I provided did, whatever holiday that okay. was near. I provided the, okay, the Valentine's. Thank you. Okay, good. But it's it's sort of hung in the back of my mind because I listen to that recording sometimes, and I just think. How did that night go? Because ultimately, you know, the night did not go well for a lot of people. The cops were called. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. There was a riot. That was the show where Andy Dick was playing, and I got close to the stage. Did he hump? And he humped my head. He humped your head. Like, violently. Yeah. Like, to where, like, I thought I was going to, like, pass out or something. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm not getting that close to the stage. (laughs) Yeah, no, man. You're not the... You're not the first, nor were you the last person to have your head humped by Andy Dick. Yeah. I saw him at the Roxy once, too, and he jumped off the stage and started punching somebody. I'm te- <laughs> it's just like, I think I played bass at that game. Yeah, I, bet, I think you did. He's, yeah. he's, I'm telling you, he's the, uh. the closest I've ever... Willie and I, for fans who don't know this, Willie and I collaborated on a record for Andy Dick and did a lot of music with him. And uh, and I, at the time, I referred to him as a, as a kind of lizard king. Like I feel like I've never worked with anyone who... Does more of did more of the stuff that Jim Morrison is known to have done, but who was less like Jim Morrison? Yes. <laughs> but if you told me about it, so yeah, yeah, Jim Morrison humped my head at one stage <laughs> and then jumped off the stage at another show and beat up an audience. You're like, it'd be very sexy. That's yeah, right, right. It's very sexy. <laughs> and when Andy Dick does it, it's comedy. <laughs> Or offense, yeah. yeah. I, I, I choose or to think of it. Or a misdemeanor. I choose right, right, comedy right. or a mis... Well, there, it's a misdemeanor for both of them. <laughs> for one of them, it's sexy rock and roll, and the other one, it's gross-out comedy. Both of them. Only one of them is banned from the studio, though. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Amazing. Yeah, I think he, he broke one of these mics in a when he tried to hump it. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, and I, I absolutely love... I mean, I'm... Andy Dick is still one of my best friends. I still absolutely love him. So I and I, but nothing I could possibly say about him here would be as mean as anything he would say (laughs) about me or anyone else. So he can handle it. Uh, But enough about that. Uh, I just I'm trying to give context to like that's uh, you have shown up as this figure in my life, like at these at only very cool pop events. Mm. That's the only time I see you is in the realm of like, oh, 
the action's happening here. This is where it's happening. Linus is here. The action. This is where, this is where it's happening. Oh boy. I don't know about that. So I'm mean, just saying that's my. This that's show, cool. show is all cool. about perspective. That's who you are for me. Awesome. That's I don't cool. know if that's who you are for you. No. But <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm here. <laughs> this must not be good. <laughs> really? Even if Chris Price is on the gig, you're like, what? You know. Well, Boy, Chris is really going downhill. Look at who he's playing with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no. I'm, I'm a big fan of, of Chris. <laughs> so so you must so be good. Well, you're yeah. bl- <laughs> but, you know, playing playing a song after he gets done playing doesn't make one feel good either. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, God. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. Yeah. He's a real he, deal. Yeah, he really is. Like Willie Wisely and Dan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> well, we were talking about discovering Willie's re- records, like she and Turbo Sherbert, and I feel like in this last year, discovering Chris's records has felt in a similar way of like, because, you know, we live in, we in, in L.A. particularly, I don't live here, but when I'm here, I live in this pop scene where there's a lot of people who can write a great song and play it and trick it out. But then there's some people who have that other, that little, like, somehow doing all of the stuff that I've heard that I'm not, there's not a new, they're not doing something totally outlandish, but using all of the things that are very familiar to me, they somehow eke out something that I've never heard before. That was what I had, the experience I had with she and Turbo Sherbert. It's definitely the stuff I, the experience I've had with Chris and with what he did with the um, Emmett Rogers. Emmett Rhodes. Rhodes, sorry. Ah, Sorry. Rogers Rhodes. Yeah, Emmett no, it's not. I would not. I would not be accommodating to a DJ who missed that. Who mixed that one up? Uh, so, but yes, that what he did on that record is just yeah. But Mike Viola ta- is another one of those guys that yes, that, he that is for me. When I listen to his stuff, I just like just this guy is on a whole other level. This is a great. Um, you're a great person. Who uh, who else do you feel like? Do you feel like that about? Um, well, one of my favorite bands of all time. So I grew up on metal, actually, but even when I was a your me- shirt tells yeah, us that you- very metal, yeah. yeah. Um, even when I was into metal, I got turned on to this Scottish band called Delamitri. I'm sure you've heard of them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, and the singer Justin Curry is like one of still one of my favorite songwriters of all time. Just lyrics that just like slay you. Really great music. Um, he's like my number one number one favorite songwriter, and he's like a guy that it's like a Mike Viola who just seems tragically underappreciated and uh i even noticed like among you know like the all the power pop end of the year lists that have been coming out like i'm like where's the mike viola love i mean that's like i, I, feel, I feel like it should be like the number one album on everybody's oh list. yeah the new record yeah. yeah i just listened to it's called american egypt and i just listened to that record i'm just like this is like the greatest thing I've well ever, give it I've a heard. plug because i need to be i needed that i needed that push because i've been aware of that record and meaning to listen to it but i haven't got it and... it is it sounds like something mccartney would have recorded in the 70s it's real loose and you know uh, perfect in its imperfection yeah. and, and uh, he sort of recorded it himself in his home studio and it just sounds I think he played drums on a lot of it and it's a lot of his past stuff has been really kind of slick and tight and this yeah. is like got this looseness oh that's good and, and I'm getting and excited you gotta, yeah, you gotta check too. it out and the lyrics really just definitely check it out really check it out okay yeah. Mike should be paying me money for this <laughs> well he have you, have he doesn't you, need any more money though <laughs> <laughs> he's because he's he's because he's done had a lot of songs and yeah. All the songs and films and things yeah, like, like that. Yeah, uh, like my my uh, my wife was in the shower the other day and she's singing along to this Andrew McMahon song and she just listens to it like over and over again. 
Mike, that's a really good song. I wonder who wrote it. Mike Viola oh, and wow. Andrew McMahon. So he's getting like, you know, he's getting like uh, some good co-writes and stuff. Like yeah, that. I know he did a lot of uh, Dan Byrne, who's been on the show a lot. They uh, they ended up working together on the Walk Hard uh, yeah. film, and they ended up he and Dan sort of became you know, a a, a dev- devotee of Mike. He yeah. started showing up on all of his stuff. I kind of thought I heard his name for probably like ten years, and I just thought, you know, sometimes with the power pop thing, there's like these bands, and they play the Rickenbacker. Yeah, it's obvious. Exactly. High, yeah, and it's like they're just sort of copying. And for some reason, I just thought he was one of those guys. And then when I finally heard his record, I was just like, holy. That's what I'm crap. talking about. This there's this so other great, like, level that someone brings to, you know, because it's it. What we're doing isn't original, like you're saying. Yeah. Like, it's like McCart. Like, there's an aesthetic that other people have carved out, and we just love to live there. Yeah. But we also want to make it into something that's our own. We don't want to just go and be a Beatles cover band. I mean, right. for a night, maybe. Yeah, when someone can do it and inject their personality into it, it's like, it's, yeah, it's amazing. So, Linus, speaking- I, oh, and by the way, I loved the playlist that you did three months ago, and it had tons of Mike. It had a lot of your cabin life at record in it. It was just so, that was such a good list. Cool. What kind of playlist? What uh, are we talking about? It's like a Spotify. Oh, Spotify playlist. Full, yeah, dis- yeah. full disclosure, my publisher said, you should do a playlist, and you put a bunch of stuff that's cool, oh. and you stick your stuff on there, too. <laughs> and like, I don't know. It's like, well, whatever you're supposed to do in 2019. Well, oh, wow, it did not seem like a... It was, like, it was a good opportunity to, like, you know, show yeah. off some of my friends. I, I, I probably put some of your stuff on there, Definitely. too. Definitely. Yeah. I was flattered to be That's involved at all. That's why he liked it so much. I, I, it was just a great listen. Like, it was it was the best. It was the power pop that had the intentionality of transcendence, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Of transcending the Rickenbacker. And then my song came on. I was just like, oh, God. Oh, please, department. <laughs> great record. I checked out that record. It was awesome. Oh, yes. thanks, man. Thank you. Really good. So well, uh, that's all I was looking for. Well, now that we've now that we've gotten a sense of your music and who you are, uh, let's uh, let's dig into the pop oracle. Linus of Hollywood, what's your question? Okay, well, I heard a couple other of the previous questions, and they sounded very deep. And my question also is deep. If I can go, go if deep. I can go there. Okay. Um, We've all experienced loss in our lives of varying degrees. Speak for yourself. I have been dealing with a loss uh, that I've been going through, and it's a, re- a repeated loss. I I work really hard to get this thing, and then something comes along and destroys it and takes it from me. And it's very painful. Then I have to go... <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. Sorry. Um, because that's what you have to do in the face of your own pain. Yeah, exactly. It's the I'm, only I'm laughing thing to do. So, you know, then I have to, re, you know, gather that thing again that I need. And then this thing comes along and destroys it again. And it's just very painful. And my question is, Willie, or the Oracle, excuse yeah. me. Um, when will my cat stop destroying my toilet paper because I have to keep going to Target like over and over again and I'm so tired of it and I just got this cat it's a kitten and I'm like do I have to deal with this for like 12 years so that is my question to the oracle when will my cat stop shredding my toilet paper when will your cat stop shredding your toilet paper well we have an answer there Willie I know you're chopping at the bit because yeah. oh, you yeah, have yeah. all kind. Because you know, your your wife is a veterinarian, and you know all about cats, and you probably have the perfect cure for this. And we'll get to that. But we have to you have to engage synchronicity first. 
Okay, so now we're down to, we have two songs left on the board. What are the last two songs? We have, uh... Uh, uh it, uh, Better Not to Care. So we have, oh, oh that's wow. That's a good one. It's, so we have songs, we care. have song number one, which is Erase Me, and song number two, <laughs> song number work. eight, which is Better Not to Care. Song number one, Erase Me, or song number eight, Better not, not to Care. Now we're going to use, we've used the Wheel of Eight, we've exhausted the Wheel of Eight. We've used the Radio Eight cards, we're down to two. We're going to move on now to the binary oracular divination tool, or as you may know it, the coin. You don't want to put it up for a, a vote for Congress? You can no. it to put it to Congress? No, no, no. There is, they're no, not no. going to get it done. Uh, yeah, that, nothing. I trust synchronicity way more than get I trust Chuck Congress. Grassley in here. And, so, oh, God. Uh, uh, please. Uh, please. Uh, sorry. There I, are, I didn't mean to swear. There are, there are humans listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm going to have you flip the Radio 8 coin. And if it lands, and this Radio 8 coin has taken a lot of beatings. It's a, it's a busted coin. But you'll still be able to get a good flip. I see you have some strong-looking thumbs there. So oh, I, I think I've you can handle it. So uh, if it lands on heads, it's going to be song number one, Erase Me. In which case, you're getting rid of the cat. <laughs> and if it lands on tails, then it's better not to care. In which case... You have to get over it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> so, seems like the pretty easy answers. Either way, now you get, get to flip the radio eight I'm coin. I'm on the floor. It's tails. Better not to care. All right, I get to keep my cat. <laughs> <get> to... <laughs> <laughs> I'll just hide the toilet paper, I guess. <laughs> you keep saying that you'll call, but I'm not even on your short list. If I told you, you'd ignore me, this I know Truth is, I'm petrified You're gonna go and pass me by And drag my poor heart with you when you go Oh, I spend all my time Wondering why all in love's not fair Come to the conclusion Oh, it's better Every day your birthday Sing your songs each Sunday And cook romantic dinners by the sea If you'd only put that book down Stop telling me the world's round Lift your eyes and notice me Oh, I spend all my time Wondering why all in love's not fair I should have seen signs So many signs Saying we never had a prayer Whoa, I spend too much time Building castles in the air Come to the conclusion Oh, it's better Not to care then I'd be someone who can flip a hard switch, turn it on and turn it off so easy. Someone who can resist the urge to quit it when he's in it so completely.
better let you go It's getting late and you have no idea I don't want to go through this again Maybe we're just better off as friends Oh, I spend all my time Wondering why all in love's not fair I should have seen signs So many signs Saying we never had a prayer Well, I spend too much time Building castles in the air Come to the conclusion it's better not to care Much better not to care I forgive you, Spider. And that was Better Not to Care That's, that's my cat. From Her Willie Wisely. Dan Kalisher on the pedal steel, playing Better Not to Care, that the was answer amazing. to Linus of Hollywood's question about his cat. When will his cat, or was it when will... Will my cat ever stop shredding the toilet paper? Yeah. <laughs> but you said, actually, you said it as when will my cat no. stop shredding the toilet paper. Well, so, now you got to do another song. No, no, no. We gotta, I, I feel <laughs> like we got it. Like, another all, that's all a night. whole other question. I think that, I think, well, I think that's the question would be better not, like the answer is better not to care. Better but let's, care. let's, let's hear about the, the background of that song, Willie. Um, uh, it was written with uh, Shelly Pikin. Yeah. I bet you you've worked with her. Yeah. Um, and, uh, an amazing songwriter and love um, it when someone has a last name that's a verb piken <laughs> i'm piken you know ron wood <laughs> ron wood that's good <laughs> that's a good um and uh let's see shelly titled the song and um she was looking in her words to write a song that she felt fit me and was comfortable for me. So it was fun to be at a session where actually someone was trying to really, you know, like, I want you to walk out of here feeling, you know, like you have a down pillow in your guitar, you know, just to lay your head on or whatever. Oh, nice. and, yeah, it was, it was uh, so that was kind of neat. Um, the, I'm not sure the story and the lyrics mean that much to me. To me, I was so pleased that she was going off into lyrical land that I was just able to do really like complex you know just make it as sophisticated as I want and she didn't seem to mind yeah mm -hmm. you know um, at one point she did say can you please keep playing so I can keep you know writing <laughs> you know you're, you're getting a little too in the weeds yeah you know but but you know it's just you know when you're you know just inversions you know yeah. that's the you know it's it's really but it's genius because it's an enjoyable song it doesn't sound complicated it that's always my favorite thing that's what the beatles did they did complicated stuff but anyone could enjoy it and that's like always very digestible like, yeah it's very digestible it's like a, it sounds like a classic song mm -hmm. you know but then mm -hmm. if someone picks up a guitar and tries to learn it they're like oh my god really <laughs> <laughs> <Willie> wisely <laughs> hey remind me actually back to mike viola he he wrote a song once it had the descending you know lines in it but it just kept changing key kept changing key what song of that is mm. uh, it's not coming to me uh, right now that. It, it's amazing and he wanted and he just he broke apart uh uh where the ear expected to go all the time he he's a, oh, such a mad that's genius kind of song, yeah. anyway um yeah so that, that's kind of my background on okay. the song does that explain it yeah so linus what did about what did you think about that as the answer to the question i feel i feel pretty satisfied with that 
like it's like it really gets it was sort of it it whether the question is when or will the answer was sort of directly to you yeah just the title of a song answered the question better yeah. not to care yeah yeah and i guess if we were to look into the story the idea of something that is that I mean, the story of the song of the creation of the song the idea of, of something that is complex but that is inwardly complex but outwardly simple right like well like it's a, it's like a, like a metaphor for anyone's problems like my problems to me are incredibly complex mm-hmm. but to anyone else they may they probably seem pretty simple right like, and either... this is a complex <laughs> problem because i have moved the toilet paper to various locations that i think that the cat can't get to and she keeps finding it like i came home today and she was wrestling around with it and it was shredded into like a million pieces and i had put it like in a in a counter i don't know if she could smell it i mean so so you're right it's complex it's complex like how is yeah. she finding the toilet paper yeah it's a complex for you it's a complex problem yeah but for like for if you don't have the cat if you're not living it you're like yeah oh this guy has a problem with his cat you know? totally like, yeah someone could either someone could just say either, like either dude it's on sale at target just go get some more but it's, I, but it's for simple. me it's complicated yeah if you have a cat they're gonna annoy you if you want to, so if you have a cat, you have the cat. That's the, you get the complexity. It's sort of like if you have a kid, it's going to be complex. If you have a relationship, it's going to be anything right. that anything that you experience, you're going to experience as complex. Right. Is this about my father? Is that what I'm feeling? <laughs> Is it? He was very angry with me. Is it? <laughs> Linus, it Linus, probably, it probably look is. at me. It's not your fault. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. Is this is this good Linus hunting? Is that what yeah, we're doing? Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, you, That's literally the only movie I've you, ever seen. You I can't yes and did that. You just you were totally you totally were able to <laughs> yes and that without seeing the movie. That's the only movie I watched to the end. <laughs> I'm like one of those guys who has not seen like the most obvious. Like I've never seen any of the Godfathers or anything. Like my, the holes. The uh, basically, holes so you just you just avoid similar. the G section yeah. in. You know what my favorite movie? Haven't is? seen Godfather game. Have you seen Cobra Kai? Uh, I, I saw the first like two episodes, but then I didn't want to pay for the YouTube Red, so I stopped oh. watching it. <laughs> you gotta, I mean, you gotta, you gotta watch. I gotta watch the rest of it because I, I don't I, even love. I, I don't even time. love Karate Kid, but I watching Cobra Kai made me realize I think I might actually love. Karate oh, it's Kid. the greatest movie of all time. It, it's it's a very good movie. It's I like formulaic things like yeah. In the first like three minutes of that movie, you're like, that's the girl he likes. That's the guy who he's going to beat up. And you know at the end of the movie, he's going to win. But That's just, why but Cobra Kai fun. is so good because it fun subverts all that. get on the journey and see how he gets there. It's like Three's yeah. Company. I love the show Three's Company from the 70s. I have them all on DVD. It's yeah. the same show. Every episode is the same thing. Someone has a misunderstanding. They're listening at the door because they think they're having sex. This and then is they a perfect, walk in well, and it's Mr. Mr. Roper fixing the faucet or whatever. <laughs> but I laugh every time. It's just like this is this is great. I, yeah. want, I, I like to know. I don't want to be surprised. Well, this is perfect. This is uh, you're, this is what I've uh, – you're the audience that I strive for with Radio 8 Ball <laughs> because that's what we do. We do the same thing every time. Yeah, but it's fun to see how you get that's there. That's why I, I have all these little bits that I do, these little sonic bits that are like, okay, we're, it's, this, we're gonna, this is going to happen the same way every time, but then something totally different is going to happen in the middle. So there you go. Hey, and uh, in regards to formula, you've learned it very well because when an old friend who you haven't seen in a while comes into a room and sits down in front of a microphone in a closed universe and says, I have something in my life that is (laughs) important to me and I build it and then it is taken away 
and destroyed, <laughs> and I build it again. And was I, I reeling I, you in with that? Uh, yes, I was. I was, I like, was shivering. I was like, dude, I'm like, going through loss too. Like, I get but, it, man. Yeah, yeah. And but, uh, no, yeah, yeah, but no. Yeah, it's, it's Linus. Come on. <laughs> I th- but you had me. I thought you'd changed. Well. No, I think that's nope. New is Year, that, is, same Linus. Is that how your father was cruel to you? <laughs> he would that? say, "I have a great present for you. <laughs> it's a wonderful present." And then he'd open it, be an empty box. Yeah, it's disappointment. That's your present. <laughs> no, he did that metaphorically, but not actually physically. Well. I'd love to, you know, we, we got to have you in here as a musical guest. You got to come in here sometime when you feel like it. And we do one of these with you sitting in the Willie chair. That would be so much fun. And then Willie can come here and be your guest. Yeah. yeah. Then you can fool me with a question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Start preparing. Something just, oh, God. Well, uh, and, and I hope we can throw one of your tracks on the end of this podcast so people who are listening can hear what you sound like. Just, just have my people call your people. Yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> That's, uh, I mean, you'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, me. we'll talk. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm my people. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much, Linus. Thanks for having me. It's been a blast. And it was a treat to hear you guys play. Oh, man. That was an honor to be in, in your presence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now we're just being ridiculous. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio
ましょう。